0: pretty cool like because you're getting into the live stream stuff yeah um, and, and that can live stream to like six or eight different places at the same time Whoa, What? yeah it can go mm-hmm. to facebook vimeo which you can then put on your website mm-hmm. um i think twitch twitter instagram
1: twitter? YouTube. you can yeah. do live stream on twitter now
0: yeah or you used to be able to mm-hmm. they because there's was, there's was a while where twitter actually had thursday night football what? And they were streaming Thursday Night Football for a year or two. And that was where Thursday Night Football went. Huh. And I think, it, so, but I think that's no longer there. Yeah. But yeah, so Twitter used to live stream stuff.
1: Dang.
0: And. That's so pretty good. Yeah, and the camera's pretty cheap. It was like 800 bucks and it is, and it, you can use it as like a normal camera. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cheap. Super cheap. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for how much
2: it does. <laughs>
3: Like a good <laughs> camera,
0: cord what like it computer does. It records. We only, we only need to
2: run a few more cameras and we can uh, we can afford one. I mean, yeah. it's cheaper than
0: like some of the DSLRs that are going on out right. there. Like that's crazy stuff. Do you have you ever used it on the beach or
2: anything yeah. like that? Yeah, and
0: that's what uh, Reed Pretty used to film all his practices with that's that, and that's what, what uh, Jordan Chang. Okay, he films all his practices with that. He probably got it from Reed actually. Yeah.
2: That but makes sense.
0: Yeah. The only trouble is that it has to go through Wi-Fi because, like, it connects uh, okay. it connects to your phone. And so, like, on like at the beach where there's not great service, and obviously no Wi-Fi, then it can get a little janky. But mm-hmm. but when you're here, it's awesome. But if you wanted to live stream anything, because I think that's what uh, Barnett and Jeremy Ruscha used mm. for their podcast.
1: Yeah. They I'm sad gone. that that ended.
0: Yeah. They had a good run. Ten years is a long time. It is a long time. Yeah. yeah. Man. And you guys are, well, you're, th- what, three episodes in? How many
1: episodes uh, are we in? Are we, I think we, we've recorded 30. we have a lot, yeah. 35. Um, no shit. But we just have our team like edit and uh, release one every week. Yeah. So people get to see it live. They get to see the unedited version on YouTube and okay. Facebook and stuff. Um, and then we... <laughs> I always get some like... 12 o'clock idea and I like immediately text him <laughs> and I'm like, we're yeah. going to do this. <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> so for the podcast, I was like, let's, uh, let's record twice a week and just like hammer them out. He's yeah. Like, I, how, Which was a like great, we, could, he, we tried to even uh, have like company meetings once a week, but then with travel practice yep. and then yeah. private lessons that change nonstop, like the whole one meeting a week didn't work for yeah. us or we just didn't make it important enough yeah and uh so when we said twice a week yeah he was like sure mark yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he's yeah, like "You a little this. gung-ho and i was like we'll yeah. do it as many times as we can to get far enough ahead so that we can relax and then sprint relax and then sprint so yeah. we kind of like we're, we're we're better at like interval stuff yeah than, um
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just short bursts. Yeah, and then we take a break. Which
0: I think is super smart, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. Is just stack up as many as I can. Because I mean, try. He's been gone for I think five weeks now, and he would be gone for another week if they didn't get knocked out of World Champs. Um, But he's still going to Rome just in case. The reserve, right? Yeah, because I think they're number one on the reserve, maybe number two. So I don't think Allison and Guto are going to show up. For like they're on the reserve list ahead of okay. try. And so I think all it needs is one team to not show. Great. And they're already in Europe, so right. they're gonna stop. But yeah, so Tri's gonna come back, but then I was looking at the schedule. I was like once July hits, it like we're gonna be gone yeah. all the time. It's every crazy. Yeah.
2: yeah. And every so week. I was like, let's just I stack think I did up. the map like mapped out the calendar and it was like with our clinics and with tournaments, not even talking about going overseas. Yeah. It was like I think we have like three or four open weekends between now and the end of September. Oh, I, I have a,
1: I got my wife's birthday. So like that takes two weekends. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> or a, or a so I'm looking at it, I see one.
0: <laughs> the wife's birthday takes two weekends. <laughs> uh,
1: that's the minimum. That's yeah. the minimum. I don't, I don't know if it's a thing, but, uh, I think girls love birthdays. Yeah. And guys are just like, eh. Yeah, and, and and I guess I first started noticing it with Janelle but then it, a lot of girls that I meet are just like, yeah. Well, girl, it's, it's not it's a, a birthday. It's birthday month. It's like minimum week, <laughs> maximum month. <laughs> it's the yeah. month, yeah. <laughs> and then she'll call July her birthday month, but then she'll also call June eleventh because July eleventh her birthday. It's like, yeah, it's within the birthday month. <laughs> <laughs> so she's adding on, adding on in. Okay. That's great. Yeah, I've gone full Ron
0: Swanson with my birthday. Did you guys ever watch Parks and Rec? No. So Ron Swanson, he was his mission was basically to take down any reference of his birthday on the internet, and so no one would know when it was his birthday. Mm. So like Facebook, like all the social media stuff, had gone. And so mine's gone off my Facebook. And now it's really the only really dedicated people know when it is. That's and I want to talk to Dennis about getting taken off BVB.
2: I was like, "How can I figure this out?" <laughs> I, I have no idea how old you are or when you were born. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You could tell me you're 35 or 25, and I'd be like, yeah, "That's just the
0: beach volleyball it. like world." I think. Like right. I look at Rafi, I'm like, "You could be 29 or
1: 40." <laughs> or, Yeah, whether he has to be beard homeless or, or rich, <laughs> get home in an apartment complex or <laughs> just yeah. be living on the curb. Oh, man. Yeah.
3: Man.
0: Well, I'll introduce you guys now. Oh. We have uh, the Bab Squad, BAB The Better Beach Crew, Mark Burek and Brandon Joyner Joyner's first time on the pod.
2: Yeah, first time here. Have you been on? Yeah, oh, Yeah. Nice. guess I got my. I'm excited. Uh, moment in the sunshine. I love. I love those sandcast. Yes. I, uh Two favorite episodes. Sean Rosendahl. Rosie? Oh. And then when you guys drank the whiskey? Whiskey with the crab, <laughs> oh my I haven't God. laughed that hard at that group ever and it was like i was like man i want to be in that room right now it (laughs) was
0: was so so funny and it was just such a disaster because like you can see that we can only fit four mics in this thing so we got one two three four and so you had like nick passing the mic to try but then nick was (laughs) sitting in like naya's kitty chair over there and it was so funny (laughs) and like trevor was taught when he started talking about that golf story he was i was like boom
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was dying. Oh, man. I think I texted you a couple of times. I was like, Trevor is cracking me yeah. up right now. This is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the two to three the glasses, the glasses of
0: whiskey is a sweet spot with that crew. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I'm are I'm sad you they guys didn't keep borderline. up whiskey with the
1: crabs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't have a ton of great content, but it was, it was content. <laughs> it was entertaining. <laughs> I watched
0: when they I had watched lot on. of it. It was funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude. And like... The, the funny part was, like, they had some really good guesses like Brandy, then Rosie, then Dodd, Dieter. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's a stacked lineup. <laughs> Just right. seeing
1: Dodd get redder and redder <laughs> 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 every two minute in the interval. That's oh,
0: what man. happened to me. It's been, it's been funny to see all the different content coming out in the beach world. I mean, you guys are doing a ton of it, mm. but what I remember, I mean, when me and Tri started Sandcast, there was so little else going on and then since then like the mckibbons have obviously blown up yeah. into mm-hmm. just a different stratosphere like you guys are doing a ton of stuff the whiskey was with the crabs was a different genre of volley content <laughs> which <laughs> people know, wanted yeah <laughs> for they sure needed it. i think they more people
1: it. like want to get to know like taylor and trevor yeah you know um they actually like want to see a little bit of inside they want to understand them as brothers mm-hmm. because that's always like a do they like each other? Do they hate each other And even when yeah. you're close with them you're like no they love each other yeah but right. they really hate each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just... <laughs> So yeah I think uh, I think people want some more of that and I think the McKibbens are doing just just stories yeah yeah great. Stories. It's really it's cool. It's so cool to see, like, basically a documentary come out every couple weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because um. what's awesome with them is that not only are they so good now with the editing and video production, but they're also really good storytellers. Like, the yeah. structure, like, how they structure and tell the narrative of the story, I'm so impressed with it. Because they didn't learn any of that. No, you know, they just new. sort of right. f- figured it out. And they're like, well, this is what we like to watch. This is how we're going to do it. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing stuff that they're putting out. And the amount of hours they put in. I saw them in New Orleans the day that we were all leaving, and we all had like a five thirty or six a.m. flight, mm. and so everybody was pretty tired. But I'm pretty sure they just didn't sleep for like four straight days. Like Maddie's eyes were just like stop sign red, like couldn't string a <laughs> sentence together.
1: I was like, get some Man. sleep, guy.
2: Yeah, those guys work hard. They do. Yeah.
1: It's brutal sitting. There's we did like a, a whoop measurement mm-hmm. um, of uh, calorie burn when we're coaching. Yeah. And we found out that we burn more calories when we coach than we do when we practice. Interesting. Practice, yeah. Which is really nuts. That is nuts. Um, why do you think that is? I, I think it's the constant problem solving. Okay.
2: Um, and the energy I'd say, yeah. like when you're, when you're trying to like pump up, cause a lot of times like one of the biggest downfalls of a practice is like the energy drops. Yeah. So like with us, I think we're, we're like pushing out that energy like, oh, you got this, you got this. The right. next thing you know, you're sweating just as much as the players are. Mm-hmm. And then after two hours, you're like, you don't, it's weird because you don't get like tired, tired. But yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy seeing the connection between the, like a practice. Because I was, when I first started like three years ago, I, I was coaching a lot of hours mm. in Hermosa. Yeah. So I would coach for two hours and then I would play. And I'd be like, God, why am I not getting any better? <laughs> and then I got a whoop and it was like saw how compare, like compared yeah. the practi- the coaching to the practice. And I was like, Well, I've been practicing for two hours right. before I practiced. Yeah. Was, I'm glad that it you crazy. guys had that
0: because I had that same thing when I did coach that I would it would like show up as playing volleyball as the activity. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe it's just like weird. Like I just have like an elevated heart rate for no reason. Do you wear yours anymore? No, I was playing a KOB. All blocker KOB. It was me, Lev, Aaron Rice, and uh, Kurt Topple, and uh, hilarious, that's a good squad. really that fun a KOB. Good squad. And Lev hit one, and I like caught it like right there, like right where it was the clasp no, no. connected, and it just like shot off. I'd had oh, it for three man. years though, so I was like, ah, I'm good with the forty bucks a
1: month now. Yeah. I, like I've oh, got the information. Yeah, I they got the pr- the subscription. Yeah. yeah, that's rough. Every every company now has mm-hmm. some form of subscription mm-hmm. it's like some of it's good you understand but some of them you realize that they came out with like something that could be a standalone right and then they just add it on
0: yeah like, oh, okay yeah i feel like you probably are more sensitive to that because i mean just by nature of what you guys do like doing the online courses mm-hmm. and everything like i feel like you guys are probably taking a crash course in like entrepreneurship whether you have a business degree or not like <laughs> i know you have in yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's impressive. I remember when I stayed at your house, when I was living in the uh, garage with Eric, and uh, oh, yeah. our, our neighbors were hot on the case that I was staying in the garage. I was like, Mark, I need a place to stay. I, gotta lay low. I was like, I got so, four apartments. For so what do you I need? Stayed, <laughs>
1: need
0: and I saw the whiteboard of just all the ideas scribbled everywhere, and I was like, yeah. this guy. Bunsen burners <laughs> and
1: schematics <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: unreal.
0: But I'm sure that you guys have just like learned a ton. Just by nature of like starting a business, totally rebranding yep. what was a successful business at the time. Like, it's been a journey for you guys.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's, I mean, having him out here and like move out here, quit a teaching career yeah. to, to come and like do it with my best friend is so much more enjoyable. I was like, if, yeah, if I cool. build an empire and, it, and I'm sitting like, imagine somebody sitting at the top of a hill, like all proud, yeah. but up there alone. Yeah. And being like, oh yeah that's not cool like I'm, i i want to sit when i'm 50 on a big pile of money with a, with a glass of whiskey with my buddy so we can <laughs> cheer to like celebrate you know like i don't want to <laughs> that was a, that was a sell too i was like i'm in <laughs> yeah it would be silly to like build it on your own that's some people like that but I don't know. The, the more we like talk to our players and camps and stuff the more we talk about having an active hand in building your own community and building your own environment. And there's a lot of volleyball players who don't know how to do that. And I have a lot of conversations with players who, how do I find a coach? How do I find a training group? And I've got this checklist that I send them through. I'm just like, here, do this, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. Um, but you, you have to have an active community builder to do that. And people who like run those tournaments in cities, tournament directors, people who, First of all, I've got beef with a lot of tournament directors, but <laughs> <laughs> but tournament directors who who do it, who put everything on the line and they're like, yes, I'll organize a tournament. Yeah. Like, the world needs you. Like the world of volleyball needs people to develop tournaments, develop yeah. clubs, and those are the people who are community builders. Mm-hmm. So I have so much respect for them. I just wish more tournament directors would do a better job of being tournament directors. Yeah. Great community builders, they put it on events. But like now, attempt to be great at it. Yeah. I think more tournaments need to finish on time. Y- y- more yeah. with with any, any. <laughs> any tournaments. <yes. laughs> Let's start with one. Yeah. <laughs> what happened with the AVP? Why were people playing at 11 p.m.? Was that just because storms. like it was too hot or storms? storms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was uh, New Orleans. Yeah. That or was. no,
2: That's, that was I don't know about New Orleans. I, I thought you were talking about San Antonio. Uh,
0: New Orleans, they just started the matches later. Um, Cause of the heat because the well the guy who. Um, Owns or manages Coconut. Mm-hmm. He because the AVP I think wanted to start matches at nine, like kind of standard. And the guy was like, "No one's going to be here at nine a.m." Hmm. We would, and uh, he okay. wanted to start later than two, honestly, because Coconut fills up um, at night. Place and so he was like, "If we start matches at like four o'clock and run it through the night, like we'll get a decent crowd, and more importantly, like we'll get a pretty lively, well lubricated crowd." Yep. <laughs> and yeah. So and so the AVP like kind of obliged and listened to him because. And even, like, for the 2 p.m. matches, like, there wasn't anyone there, mm-hmm. really. But it started to fill up for those late afternoon, early evening matches when everyone was just, like, coming in for, like, good happy hour watching volley. That's so, so smart by him. He's like, I,
1: he goes, I know when everybody shows up. This yeah. is my business. Yeah. I, and I've tr- he's probably tried over, what, 10, 15 years to get people to show up at different times. So he's right. like, no, they have to work. That's when they'll show up, like, yeah. when, when they're prepping for their night or they're just spending their night here. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, tell, to know his people. Yeah, and then, also
0: and that's what. And one thing AVP. I was wondering is, like, should the AVP just throw that's tournaments Bruce, right on weekends? That Bruce. was a uh, well, no. So Bruce White, he hmm. like was the original founder of the place, mm-hmm. but it's um, Rob, oh, Rob Bruce, okay, is yep. the general manager. No, yeah. um, but I was like, should the AVP just like cram their tournaments into Saturday, Sunday? Because it's hard to get a crowd on a Friday. I mean, Hermosa, Manhattan, it'll work. <laughs> right, but I mean, it was. Pretty empty in New Orleans on Friday. And from looking at the stream, Austin looked pretty empty on
2: Friday. Yeah, it's a place like boiling. Yeah. I wonder what that has True. to do but with True. But like, I've played
0: events in Mexico where it is so hot and it is packed. Hmm. And maybe they're just more accustomed to it. But, and there's obviously they don't have like a great live stream for norsecas yeah. in Mexico.
1: But, um, but I don't know. Let's Should think they it. move it into? Man, I mean, it would be rough for players for sure but attendance would definitely be better. Yeah. Um. We're going to pause here for a quick break
0: to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Try and I are so stoked to partner up with Athletic Greens. Now, I traveled more than 82,000 miles last year playing beach volleyball. And Try put us well over the 100,000 mile mark for the whole Sandcast family. And neither of us got sick a single time. All right, we were competing and traveling from February through November, and not one of us so much as sneezed, and obviously there are a lot of factors in that, but the biggest common denominator that we both swear by, that we start our day with every single day, is Athletic Greens. It is our one-stop-shop vitamin supplement that we bring on the road everywhere, and it is so delicious. Alright, a lot of the green supplements I've taken, it tastes like you've basically taken a fistful of dirt and earth, put it in a blender, mixed it up, and then you just chugged it down. This is not the case with Athletic Greens. It is delicious, and it is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It is delicious, and it works. All right, I swear, last year was the healthiest I have ever been, I give enormous credit to Athletic Greens for that. And my partner, Adam Roberts, he actually started getting sold on Athletic Greens so much so that he actually started getting it for his parents. Uh, we cannot recommend it enough. It, it's a great price, honestly. It's less than three bucks a day, which, if you are taking multiple supplements, you're going to be paying more than three bucks a day anyway. So you might as well. Just get the one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs with Athletic Greens. That's actually how the company was founded. So the founder was spending over a 100 bucks a day in vitamin supplements, and he decided to just found his own. And now we're on the, the 51st or 52nd iteration of Athletic Greens, and it is so good. And it is beloved by... Athletes and high performers everywhere. It, I, I actually was uh, led to Athletic Greens by t- the Tim Ferriss podcast. And then Joe Rogan also has it on his podcast. And between those two, you have 90% of the high performers in the world. And now they're here on Sandcast, keeping the boys healthy. Uh, so right now, for you, it's it's not just for athletes. It is for everyday people. Okay, And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free... And I'm going to say it again, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free, again, free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Sandcast, all right? That is athleticgreens.com slash Sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we are fired up on this partnership. We only work with partners that we absolutely love, and Athletic Greens is one of them. Cannot recommend it enough. This podcast is also brought to you by, as always, our good friends at Wilson Volleyball. They make the absolute best balls in the game, hands down, no question. And guess what? We're going to be using a lot of Wilson Volleyballs this year because if you have not seen the AVP schedule, it is packed. Whether it's AVP America or just the AVP, which has the most events since 2008, 2009, I believe, we got 16 AVPs, 16, and then we have another probably dozen or so AVP next, and AVP America is just full, and we are just going to be playing with Wilson Volleyballs from now until November, guys, so get some Wilson Volleyballs, as you can get 20% off using our discount code, SANDCAST-20. All right, that is sandcast-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. So if you need a bag, if you need a cart, if you need balls, I recommend the balls and the bags. They make great bags too. Go to wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code sandcast-20. And let's see you guys on the beach. With season coming up, Try and I have started releasing a weekly newsletter, the Beach Volleyball Digest, which is just curating all of the top beach volleyball news from around the world. We got Volleyball World, the McKibbins are doing stuff, Volleyball Magazine's putting out stuff. I just started writing for AVP America, Kim Smith over at AVP, is putting out a lot of content and we are basically just taking all of that and putting it into one big email newsletter. So if you ever miss any news, we got you covered. So if you want to get on that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com and on the sidebar, there's an easy sign up form. We would love to have you join the newsletter. It's not just Sandcast News. It is literally all the beach news, snow volleyball, grass volleyball, whatever's happening in the world of volleyball, we got you covered. So head over to SandcastVolleyball.com to get your beach news today.
2: I mean, I'd like to think they can get a 16-team tournament done in two days.
0: Yeah. I've seen a 48-team tournament done in one. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That was yeah. tough on the players, but it You're was definitely going to challenge the players' fatigue, and there's going to be more cramping, but... Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what you don't want to see. You don't want to see yeah. like people just cramping, that's right. why they lose because right. And that's a bad product,
0: too. Yeah. to be putting out yeah
1: but, but no i mean historically no one showed up on fridays
0: yeah you know the even, only even one Manhattan hermosa it's like last year bit. manhattan though it was freaking packed on friday what? and it was awesome friday i remember night. i remember ed ratledge turned around and be like well i forget there was like a marquee matchup like 9 a.m friday in manhattan and mm-hmm. the stadium was. i think was it was packed. you
2: Day versus jm
1: are you in The Bounce squad? Me and Cody barely showed up. Where's <laughs> JM and Dave just barking at each other?
0: <laughs> They're uh, funny. Their record of winning tournaments together is very high. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they just rarely play together. They'll play yeah. like three yeah. tournaments together in Florida every year, win every set, and then
1: they'll just be like, oh, we're not going to play any real tournaments together. Maybe both of them are like too quiet. I don't know, but they're both like really fun. When you get them one-on-one, yeah. they're yeah. so talkative and so funny. I yeah. never knew how much Dave Palm talked. Dave, you talk a lot. <laughs> 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 he was, oh man, he was going on for one night at dinner uh, after, what was that tournament in Florida? Panama City. He just kept going. I was yeah. just like. I did not know this about you. Yeah, but he's got a lot going on. He's like attempting like real estate, attempting yep. some entrepreneur okay. stuff, and, and he's always been side that hustle. Way. Yeah, he's
2: he's always been thinking about how he can get ahead, which yeah. is good. And it's all with his mom in mind.
1: Like that's, that's cool. So really cool. awesome.
2: Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Dave's like one of the
0: most mysterious guys on the AVP. Like the no, everyone his. knows he's really freaking good. Yeah, but mm-hmm. no one knows much about him.
2: Right. It's like, is he wearing the weird sunglasses, or is he wearing <laughs> yeah. the
1: Miyagi-Do headband, <laughs> giant beard, giant yeah. beard, yeah. clean shaven? Does is haircut. he wearing a suit to a juniors tournament? <laughs> Does he look like the Riddler? <laughs> yeah, he's older than that, But we love him. But we love him. We do. So, yeah. And he's good, too. Yeah. I always, I always thought he should have been a top 10 blocker in the AVP, like, consistently, but he just never showed up to tournaments or like or traveled for a full season I've never seen him play a full AVP season yeah but yeah I think he is should be could be like legit I think maybe he just measured the the financials a lot I was like eh it's the worst when mm-hmm. people do the math and you're like, I you could be so
0: good, but don't be so logical, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't, don't care bro. about
1: your future. I don't know. <laughs> you Live in the now. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I was oh, talking man. to a lot of people, the, but one in particular I was talking to him today and he started a bunch of businesses and now he's like super hungry for beach volleyball. And... <laughs> I said, it's kind of crazy to me that that a lot of players go through like AVP years and every beach volleyball player has to be some form of entrepreneur. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like somehow you learn those skills, whether it's conscious or subconscious. Hopefully it's conscious. So you actually take those skills and then after really not making money for 15 years, then you just blow up because you know how to manage your time or you know how to like make your own schedule. I wonder if AVP players become terrible employees. It is. So, I would have thought it would go the other way. Really? Because I think they'd make like, great entrepreneurs.
2: Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, dude, they. To I mean, be think able to think like, about sh-
2: us. Like everyone's practicing from eleven to 11 <laughs> every day. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I've gotten to the point now where, like, if someone asks me to practice before eight, I'm no, like, dude, no way. What are you doing? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. so, I'd rather not practice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then we're always late. Yeah. I mean we're <laughs> we're supposed to be here at seven. We showed up at seven fifteen. So um yeah, those are that's already two strikes. <laughs> so I'm rooting for us. But beach yeah.
0: players, like, you have to be a grinder. I mean you have to know yes. how to work hard and, and how to work really efficiently. Mm-hmm. Because you have to do, like, you have to train, lift, and then you have to somehow make money. You have to do, like, so many things at once to try to make it work. And usually doing so on, like, six hours of sleep, max, for weeks yeah. at a time. Yep. So I think it's good. You know you're a grinder. But I think being told what to do is certainly not a common trait amongst beach volleyball players. Because <laughs> we are all entrepreneurial in a
2: sense. Yep. right? And I, I don't think I give enough respect. Well, not that I don't give enough respect. I definitely respect everybody. But... Um, all of our work is so intertwined with our training and Mm -hmm. our coaching and everything that it doesn't, I mean, it's a great thing. It doesn't feel like a job, which is amazing. Um, it's definitely a job, plenty of hours, but, um, (laughs) like I, I don't, I sometimes I don't think about the people that are bartending that are serving that are, um, like Jake Rosen, I used to live with Jake, and he's a, like a chemist, yeah. and would have these crazy hours, you know. And then he'd come out to and qualify for a Manhattan or Hermosa, yeah. and I'm just like, man, now that's impressive. Yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah, those people that are grinding. I, I think you're right. I think beach ball, I changed my mind. Yeah, I think beach this conversation, ball player, yeah, that's all I needed. <laughs> it's all I needed. Yeah, I think they would be solid. But I think I mean, you guys have
0: figured it out though, and that you've inter- managed to intertwine it all, where everything sort of enhances the other.
1: Beh. no 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 not okay.
2: really we we've taken uh really our best work happens when we can't play okay so it's like the pandemic unfortunately for everything going on was obviously a bad time for a lot of people but for us it was great because it allowed us th- yeah five months straight of just constant work yeah um Unfortunately, when Mark broke his foot, it was a bummer yeah. because he couldn't play. Right, but then finally got his ass back to work. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like he's been absolutely crushing it the last I don't know I seven six weeks, weeks yeah. six, seven weeks, however long. He's, his uh doctor told him he couldn't play, and it's like it's it's cool. And I think that that shows a lot too. With like i texted him the other day because I was just like you know it's it's cool to see. How you took a bad situation and, and made it something great. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, so it's, we're, we're figuring it out, but on, hopefully we can figure it out where we yeah. can still play,
1: compete, right. coach, and still grow. A so yeah. Singular focus, I think, is definitely the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you want to do it fast and do it right, like if if I were just concentrating on the company or just concentrating on real estate or just concentrate on playing, the only thing that happens when you just concentrate on playing is a lot of money it's still like you might be a year, two, three or four from actually breaking even. Yeah. Like coming at in best. the positive one year. Yeah. But we don't do it for money. It would just be nice if somebody came along and finally made it happen. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll have a hand in that eventually, you know, yeah. the three of us and just figure out how to do it. But pff, we need the players to start making more money than the coordinators and organizers right um, mm-hmm. or at least at least somewhat on par yeah you know that would be nice but I was talking to, to Rosie and uh, I was like you know what What do you do you still like love the game and he's like you know what I love most now it was, it's, it's like parties like this it was, it was at FUDS mm-hmm. and he's like seeing people who love oh, volleyball man. and want to have fun yeah. and, and live the lifestyle was, I love that the most and I was like, what's the worst part? And I got real deep with him. It was Fuds. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was like, he was like, I think the saddest thing uh, that I'm just like most upset about is that I've, I haven't, I got into the game and it was better than when I left it. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. And he was like really upset about that. And I was like, man, that guy, he doesn't get enough credit for what he did for the sport in terms of Mm -hmm. creating fans Mm -hmm. and just lighting (laughs) lighting up highlights yeah um and he he really feels for the sport but does yeah i was it was shocking to hear like he he's like the only person
2: i i will see at every single event that he's at and he will make it a point to like any person that even looks at him Mm -hmm. he will go say hi yeah it's so cool yeah because he's like a i mean he's superman yeah, you know, he's like he's a superhero to all of us. So it's <laughs> yeah. like it's so cool to see him walking around and, and like just saying hi to everybody. It's it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. He's an awesome guy.
0: Do he you is. think the
1: sport is in a better spot now than it was 20 years ago?
0: Well, I think that would depend on like your how you would define in a better position. Mm. Cuz I think the the talent is in a far better position. I think if you, I think if you were to look at the USC team,
1: if Hate USC, mail from old school players oh, yeah. coming right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: all of our That's inboxes. Uh, are just yeah. got I'm sorry. Like, if, you put, if you put Phil in his prime with like. Right now, I don't know. Maybe Taylor Crab in his prime. I'll take them in nine out of ten against John and Randy. No
1: side up scoring. <laughs> Big. <laughs> they're boys. not athletes today. You yeah. don't understand. And I think Sorry, like, Bring it. it's, it's like an unfair
0: comparison because like Phil's like just such a freak, yeah. you know. And the game is just bigger and better. And, and if you take like even in a smaller comparison, like this year's USC team, mm-hmm. they would kill the USC team of Sarah Hughes and Kelly Clay's and all those guys. Oh, what? would I don't know. Enough, I don't
2: know enough about. Uh, yeah, wow. I mean, the beach side. you got
0: a fourth place Olympian on court one playing with the girl who just won U nineteen World Championships, and like every single player Damn who Christ, started Sarah for them has made a main draw.
1: Unbelievably, legit unbelievably
0: good to say for that. sure. Uh... But I think the talent is in a much
1: better place. Well, I guess think... who's right around the corner? <laughs> 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 She comes yeah, out, I'm just sorry, swinging Kelly. at you yeah, right.
0: and then Kelly plays, holy cow she's so good now
1: her on two game is lit. it's crazy insane yeah insane that she can like look 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 okay like yeah. for the third time yeah. she stares at you and, like, I and that was an on two officer recently.
2: <laughs> yeah I wasn't sure how that partnership was going to turn out but I mean with how consistent Betsy is yeah and just how dominant Kelly is there they look great yeah but I think, I mean, talent in a better place, sheer
0: volume of players in mm-hmm. a better place. Yes. The NCAA, obviously, making a women's better place. volleyball is in a Phenomenal 10x spot. better place in, sure. a, in the U.S. Yeah. But I think in terms of, like, the finances, not great. Mm. Obviously, I mean, it's $2 million in prize money this year, which is lower than it was in the mid-'90s. hmm mm-hmm. You know, and obviously... Is it, <laughs> is it $2 more the do, same than last $2 year? 2000000 million doesn't Cold go... I think it's the exact same exact same but yeah. more uh, spread out over 16 out. In tournament, yeah. yeah so I don't know I mean I think there's a lot more interest in it yeah. but the difference is how do you get people who are interested in playing the game to actually watch the game because I was I remember me and Delaney were in Chicago in 2019 and we were watching Trevor and Reed play against Miles Partain and Paul Lottman <laughs> and we were like one of five people watching Gosh, but next so to sad. it was like a a rec sixes thing going on, and I was like, they would rather play like jungle ball sixes than mm-hmm. watch one of the best Olympian, like best U.S. players in history, yeah. like Miles Partain, this like young Jedi of a talent, right? And then you got Trevor, who just like they'd won the Manhattan Beach Open, and and Paul Lotman, another Olympian, mm-hmm. but they would rather play volleyball than watch it, and so I think that there's a there's this gap. Between people who love playing volleyball, and you guys, like you guys, see more people than anyone who love playing volleyball. People but love, how do love we get them? We say that how so we get much. people to watch it? <laughs> you know, and to and to, and to pay money to come attend the events. And I think that that's where we're, we're missing capt- capturing that audience
2: because there are people who love playing the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They're they're charging now, right, mm-hmm. for events. So that's, yeah. that's that's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah. And so yeah,
2: we uh whenever we do our camps, clinics, whatever, we're out there together and we're just looking around. We're we'll say it at least ten times a camp. Yeah. People
1: it's love, it's love, volleyball. love volleyball. They love volleyball. Um, i I'm mean, we put them through sometimes like six hours of training in the day. Yeah. And then they'll wake up the next day and they have booked a seven AM private lesson. Mm-hmm to go out with one of the coaches. And so they're waking up at, like, 6.15, and me and him are just brutalized with a cup of coffee, like, (laughs) barely standing. And you hear (laughs) that... You know, like, the the pepper (laughs) sound. And you're just like, what? What are they doing (laughs) now? And
0: it's so fun to see. And that's what like... I loved going to that Salt Lake City camp because I think adults who pay to go to those camps, it is, like... It's magic. Mm. Going and seeing that passion, like I always come back, like after seeing that or just coaching, like a private on the beach or whatever. I'm like, this is what it's all about. Like mm-hmm. these guys are just so fired up to just be playing volleyball or peppering or whatever it may yep. be. Like people love volleyball. It's really cool. And,
1: like the challenge. Exactly. I, the adults rarely get challenged at something that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, I, I just listened to Joe Rogan and um, and Jocko. Yeah, and they're like, people actually enjoy hard stuff. You might yeah. not like like the, the the whole thing, but the pr- the process
3: mm-hmm.
1: of it, of going through, of, of having something put in your face, an obstacle, and being able to work enough to conquer it. Like that's why like people are still addicted to Rubik's cubes. Like there's a problem and it's solvable. It just takes some effort. Yeah, and that's so enjoyable, especially. You know, if you're going to the same job, the same work, kind of day in, day out, and you see the same problem, so video games get boring because you, as soon as you know what the computer does, mm-hmm. you're like, da, da, da. okay, you can only do that for so long, and then you get bored. Yeah. But if there's always a new problem, and you feel accomplished, God, that's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Such a good feeling. Sometimes it turns into a grind, you know, <laughs> and then you're like just banging your head against the wall. But right. But as soon as you meet a coach or a mentor, and they show you something that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Let me yeah. use that for a yeah. while. Like a new tool? I'm in. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
2: And then, like, they, I think adults also, they they already love volleyball when they come, mm-hmm. which is cool. But then they get addicted to the feeling of improvement. Yes. You know, and that doesn't happen a lot, at, especially after college, if you were lucky enough to play in college. some Some people, I mean, we've all heard people say... Oh, I was a spiker in high school. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, Heck yeah, you were. It's like, way to go. <laughs> yeah. um, I was, was it, this guy. It, in high school? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, was a blocker. You were at raves? What were you? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, but it's it's cool because I think as an adult, like, and especially with volleyball, it's very technical. So, like, you teach them something, and then they get better at it, and they're like, yeah. "Oh man, like, I'm 48 years old, and I've gotten better at something."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then it's like and that not only stays with volleyball so they're like oh i can get better at setting now i can get better at hitting but i think it also makes them realize that outside of volleyball which is cool yeah because it makes them realize that they can pick up anything and as long as they have passion and put time in then they can get better at that too yeah so it's it like it's pretty cool like the transition that i've seen because mark did a lot of work before i got here yeah um, i kind of just got to show up and i, I miss like the terrible team. Tis- the company <laughs> yeah. you do something else yeah. <laughs> like perfect <laughs> um, but like when i first got out here it was like oh teach like you just need to t- tell people how to hold their platform how to set a ball how to hit like yeah. think about system stuff mm. and then it became a lot more you know it was like you realize that you're building you are building a community mm-hmm. like you are you're bringing people together that Probably wouldn't be together, and now they're best friends. And then that goes into just seeing improvement and betterment of life, and it's it's cool to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. we've it's had fun. people
1: pull themselves out of severe depression, like volleyball. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to say that volleyball literally has saved some people's lives. Like mm-hmm. a few people in our classes have lost over eighty pounds. Like one of our guys lost over yeah. eighty pounds just committing himself to volleyball yeah he was like yeah i cleaned up my diet a little bit but i just said you know i'm gonna play as much and i'm gonna show up to every one of the classes and go and it just it brings health back and then when you can when you can improve in something you feel capable in all of the other areas of your life mm-hmm. yeah you know when you when you constantly get knocked down or you stay stagnant you for some reason you don't just you don't feel capable or confident yeah. and and like i get the the broken foot and had I not had the company and the stuff to, to work on when, when you're so focused on one thing say somebody's so focused on their job yeah, and that's going crappy there's no way out of that pit mm-hmm. because there's nothing else to focus on for them so for me I was able to keep myself from a depression pit by like just diving into work because I had something separate I'm still learning everything every day um, but <clears throat> when somebody has a job and it's going crappy and then they don't have like fours, sixes, a class, uh, martial arts, like another hobby that they're improving at. They just feel like their life is not improving. Yeah. And then you can get them into a sport, you can get them into an activity or a hobby and all of a sudden that just, that lights up the rest of their lives. It gives them the passion mm-hmm. to work. It gives them confidence with their family and mm-hmm. their friends and that's, that's what we realized. Maybe we're getting old but that's what we <laughs> realized like more and more that it's... That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's and, and volleyball's an avenue, mm-hmm. and it's a really awesome and fun avenue in a sick environment. Yeah. Know? God. It's it, amazing. It is. That's how it makes lives better, and I, I question it for years. Like, does volleyball really make the world better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you realize all of those lines, it, it truly, truly does. Yeah. So there are, It's like
0: a daily thing. Like, if I ever, like if I have a bad practice, if I get in a bad mood, like from playing volleyball or something with volleyball, I'm like... I'm an idiot. Like, why would I be in a bad mood about beach volleyball? <laughs> exactly. Kidding me? Like, this is like a cartoon life we get to live. Oh, it's yeah. g- it's crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got no problems.
0: But I mean, you say you say lucky, <laughs> but you guys have worked your asses off building what I think is an awesome company and an awesome like presence in the sport. And Joiner, I'm I'm curious about your journey because you're you're a new, you're a newbie on the pod. I am. And uh, so you like as you mentioned, you came into the company, you get the terrible twos. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had like steady <laughs> steady job over there teaching in Virginia Beach and I'm yeah. curious about like kind of walk us through sort of your background in the sport and, and
2: why you ended up coming out here. Oh man, that's a, that's a long one. But uh, so I, I met Mark in my freshman year of college. Okay. And at GW at George, George, Mason. George Mason. George Mason University. Um, yeah, I played with Mark for two seasons, I think. And my, my first year I had like never worked out. In my life, like, <laughs> Mark used to call me Bubbles. My fresh my freshman year, my nickname was Bubbles because my body just didn't have any shape. I was just a fluffy little guy, big guy. Um, and the first body person body shaming works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, Bubbles has like a happy ring to it. You yeah. know? So I was like, oh, it's kind of a cool name. You know. Um, but Mark was like one of the first people I met. And kind of took me under his wing. And ever since then, we we kind of hit it off and I saw he like taught me how to work hard. Like I didn't I didn't really know how to work out. And so that was the first person that I met in college. And we just kind of went with it. I think that after my freshman year, we ran our first camp together yeah. in New York. Like at this little like, I think it's called Aviator or
1: something like that. Yeah, Aviator uh, sports complex um, in Brooklyn, New York. Beautiful. Yeah, so
2: yeah. we we developed a pretty quick friendship. Um, and then I just looked up to him. You know, I, he after school, he went and played overseas and I was like, oh, that's what Mark did. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, so whenever I went overseas and played for a little bit and then our last year was together in Sweden. He was on a different team.
3: Okay.
1: Um, we <laughs> had to fight against each other. Yeah, so we got to he play. didn't me once. I
2: didn't. Well,
1: we won, but we won in five. I we remember won. won in five. You do win, but we, we won threw won a great five. party afterwards. Yeah. So I save. remember that <laughs> game where you're like, yeah. there was somewhere in like the third set. Where I just knew, like, you weren't gonna let me block you no matter what <laughs> happened. Like, even if yeah. I had to tip a rainbow into the yeah. middle of court, I was yeah. like, not gonna block
2: <laughs> no you. Um, but yeah, so, and he had, like, kind of told me a little bit about his plan. He was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to California, I'm gonna start these volleyball stuff. And I, even at that point, he was, I think he was okay if I wanted to come with him. Um, but I had gone to school for teaching, yeah. I went overseas, or I went back to Virginia. Taught in Virginia Beach, where you and I played Mm -hmm. in the tournament, which is fun. Um, And I loved it. I had a great job, great friends, great school. I worked at this middle school, Great Neck Middle School. I had my best friend was my next door neighbor at the school. Um, But every single summer I would come out and I would like stay with Mark for too too long probably <laughs> I would just stay as long as I could until I thought I would get on his nerves but every time I was out here I would like help him with classes I would I would run a few practices kind of like help him out and then I started having like these conversations with him where I was just I was like hey like do you think I can still come and finally I just got to a point where he he asked me some pretty good questions and uh, then told me I couldn't ask him if I could come out anymore unless I did it and the next year I was out here. Nice. Um, and, and, and that was then, what, like 20, I think it was 2018. Okay. Yeah. So it's damn, coming along now we are getting, God. On. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. So what, and the teaching, I needed it like yeah. that. I, I get that question a lot. Like, do you wish that you had gone straight away? from Sweden to California right. and, like, started right when he did. And I think n- not only did I need it, I needed teaching, but I think we needed it too, like, as far as Better at Beach goes because my education background, like, helped me a lot with understanding, like, how to talk to a camera, how, yeah. to, how to coach, like, on screen. <clears throat> um, and then also, like, with our online courses, like, I understood how, like, these kids were already learning and what online courses looked like. So like when we were building that, like I kind of had an understanding of what the breakdown could be and like what could go into it and and so it was it was really cool. It was cool to come yeah. in and be a part of it and <clears throat> the the coolest thing was that he like from day 1, he gave me as much responsibility as he could and then at the same time he was like pretty much anything that I that I thought could work, run with it. Yeah. And that's a really, really cool feeling as somebody who's new to an area, who wants to be a part of something, is like your best friend having that much faith in you and being like, "Hey, just don't ask me anymore. Like, we can brainstorm together, but just go for it." Um, yeah, and it's cool. Like, I think we we even got and purchased the domain name Better at Beach when we were on a on a trip down to. Oh, um yeah. one of our buddies who we played in college with for thanksgiving dinner and he was like yeah just bought better beach.com. and i'm like cool yeah. and now should have bought better beach
1: volleyball but better yeah. beach is easy to say yeah it is
2: and it's shorter yeah yeah, yeah. it's
1: got a good flow um bab doesn't work b- yeah bab boys. i like the bad Babb, boys bad
2: boys it's <laughs> yeah, a great <laughs> one um yeah I, I don't even remember what the question was but it's been cool to be a part
3: of yeah it's Holla. been fun hey guys how's it going Wanted to take a quick second here to let you know about an awesome product that we discovered this offseason. It is called Eversun Lighting. Eversun Lighting is an extremely portable and versatile lighting system built for outdoor after dark activities such as beach volleyball. We used it in the McKibben format this year, had an amazing night match, which you probably saw on YouTube. The company is expanding quickly. They're on their third production model, and that unit is called the Apollo. That's the one you're going to want to get your hands on. It is made up of two LED lights, 100% lithium-ion battery-powered, 18,000 total lumens, and if you're going to carry it around, it's about the size of a snowboard case. Weighs 35 pounds, light head detaches from the telescopic mass, which goes from 5 feet All the way up to 20 feet high that mast is ultra light and ultra strong made of carbon fiber if you get two of these lights they can light up a beach court easily you get four of them it's going to be like a professional match you also can swap out the batteries each battery will last about five hours so these are extremely versatile The Apollo units are currently being sold on pre-order because there was so much success of the McKibben Foreman. Special pricing for pre-order and the early bird special goes through April 30th. You're going to want to go to Eversunlighting.com and use discount code SANDCAST for your 10% off these lights. You will not regret it. Again, use discount code SANDCAST and you can have some of the best night matches of your life. Yeah. But,
0: and so it wasn't... Was it Volley Camp Promosa or a Better Beach when you moved out? It Volley was Camp. still Volley, Volley Camp, Camp. Okay.
1: Yeah. Right? It was kind of crazy. Like, right around the time when COVID hit, we yeah. were... I was like... I kind of wanted to leave a mark on the sport, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I see what you did that. Um, <laughs> It's my first time having this name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but... There was, a, I, I recognized it as an adult for me when I moved to California to to San Diego. Literally, it was, I'm going to California to play volleyball. Right. Mm-hmm. And I showed up at a beach. Yeah. And there was nobody to play with. <laughs> right. And nobody would let me on their court. And there were no coaches who were like, yeah, come on, I'll I'll show you. So you, you grind and you figure it out and you keep showing up, you keep showing up. But you wasted a lot of time. So I was like, there's got to be a better, easier way for adults juniors have all the coaches in the world because parents just dump money into juniors Mm -hmm. and coaches you know well directors make enough money and coaches enjoy it until they quit because parents get too crazy um but adults Mm. they don't have something where they can go easily and find something better there was volleyball one-on-one is uh, volleyball one-on-one with andor and uh, that had some stuff i was like no there's there's got to be a better way to, to 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 get volleyball to its next evolution. Right. And the way you do that is by giving everybody all of the knowledge. And so we set out to do it and I was like, if I'm coaching one person or 12 people on a court, I could use that same amount of time and be coaching thousands. Right. And that's how you build a baseline and that's how you create <clears> an, an evolution. Like once everybody, everybody knows the good basics. Yeah. Um, and then they can teach the people under them and now the sport moves faster and we have a bigger influence it's it's way more fun that way so that's when mm. i said okay volley camp hermosa sounds like camp we kept getting these calls for people who wanted to set up their their trailer like um but i said it's got to be a little more universal so yeah. like what's something that says it and then better beaches came along i don't know how but it just had a nice flow yeah and uh, we did that and we started doing the online and youtube and everything um right as the pandemic hit and we thought we were like maybe like a month maybe two months of, of good work away from finalizing it and crushing yeah. it yeah here we are four years yeah. later. <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah we might have maybe two three more years do we feel comfortable yeah <laughs>
0: and then by the time you get two or three years there's going to be so much more yeah we keep you know adding cool do. people
1: and programs yeah you know um, and and good coaches keep finding us and I, I should hunt for, for more like guys like you and, and, and coaches and we've worked together a few mm-hmm. times we just haven't found the right like exact right fit of, of where it makes sense and I'll give everybody as much money as I can until it's all gone <laughs> <laughs> I keep doing that <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we keep, like, getting cool new programs, and, and I'd love to figure out, like, maybe, like, re- revamp Chasing Gold in, in a different yeah. way, a way that works a little bit better or something yeah. like that to, to support some more athletes. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's been cool to, to have a near-universal touch on the game. Yeah. And, and really weird to show up at random beach volleyball courts in nowhere and be like, it better a beach guy he's yeah. like maybe i should stop wearing the damn shirt <laughs> no it's
2: awesome i love it yeah and it just it just goes to show you like uh one thing that i'm it, the family aspect of what we're doing is really cool like when people come to our camps or classes they they take a little bit of pride in being a part of it
1: yeah you know for and sure
2: so like mm-hmm. last year at seaside my my house fell through like, last second. Yeah. And I had, there was we a group. booked up, by the way. Yeah. yeah. We were really good at planning. <laughs> we just just thinking was Well, Seaside's a tough, to we hire a VA for that. How yeah. are you like, planning? Bad. <laughs> bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, but we are so I was at Seaside, fell through. I ended up staying with some guys that came to one of our camps in Florida. Nice. I, like, happened to see them, and I was freaking out. And I was like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they are like, yeah, well, dude, we have an extra room. Just come stay. And it's, that's not like weird for us anymore because it just had like everyone, the volleyball community itself is amazing, Mm -hmm. but then we're, we even have like this, it feels like a little bit closer and it's not, everyone's kind of the same level and they kind of understand what we're doing. And, and so it's, it's just, it's really cool to see everyone kind of believe in that idea. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's fun and. It's really cool to go to a tournament and be playing. Like at Seaside, I was there. I'm back to serve, and a guy walks in front of me. Like, yeah, normal tournament. <laughs> and he like does a double take and he looks at me. I'm literally like the they had like called for the serve. I'm like, come on, dude. He's like, are you a better beach guy? And I was like, yeah. And he pulls out his phone and. Reads, <laughs> We took a selfie like as I'm getting ready to serve this ball. And you know it's it it's really cool cuz Mark and I we're not good at um at looking back and seeing like how much we've grown. Yeah. You know, we I think we we both kind of see what could be mm-hmm. and and we constantly focus on that. Yeah. So when we're at these tournaments and we have a, a bunch of people coming up to us it, it gives us that little gratification mm-hmm. that we're not good at kind of taking ourselves um and I love it you know I I literally went to FUDS this year because I enjoy being around that community And it was like the first tournament that we went to where Mark's walking on the beach in his shoes and jeans and nothing <laughs> I don't even know what else <laughs> um, and, and nice and I, don't, I don't think either <laughs> yeah. of us were wearing any better beach stuff but like people were yeah. coming up to us and that was the first time where we we're like Oh man, like we came
1: out of the pandemic, the yeah. popular kids. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're the cool kids. It was just How people many love
1: volleyball. How many times do you volleyball? think you've slept on less than a full bed oh, in man. your volleyball career? So, like, less than a full bed, I, that, that equals like sleeping with, sharing a bed with somebody else. Yeah, so that'd be less than a full bed or couch, floor, air mattress. Yeah, I would say, I mean,
0: when I was. Like first starting, yeah. it was it was probably close to hundred percent of the trips that I took was like not years, not a full years. bed. Yeah, probably two to three years, and then now when you're traveling with Adam Roberts, oh man. you're getting full beds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> although Seaside, we
1: did we split with a masseuse.
0: we split a queen bed <laughs> in Seaside because that was like. Because we didn't have any, We actually
2: prefer that. We
0: <laughs> like the, the warmth
2: of a yeah. Yeah. We feel it like when we're sleeping, our brains can talk. Osmosis. Yeah, <laughs> we're, really just, we're ahead of the game. <laughs> I think more uh, more business partners should yeah. be sleeping together. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I,
1: I, I talked to HR. They're cool. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm HR. As
0: it turns out, you're HR. I'm HR. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's
0: good to be king. Yeah. <laughs> But fun. I would say probably uh, more than half the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say less than, less than a full bed.
1: Do you think that that, like, have, has ever cost you a win? It's, it's so hard to say. It right? is. Um,
0: it depends. I mean, because I think sleeping on, like, say you're in the U.S., And you're just, like, on a couch. I sleep great on couches. I slept on a couch throughout all four years of high school when I was home. Because I was... I my just, parents would have taken you in. You <laughs> 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 we were I hard, dude. I, I would just fall asleep like reading or watching TV and my mom would be like, All right, you can go to bed. I was like, I'm Mom, I'm not, not I'm not even moving. Yeah, I'm sleep on the just, kitchen. My way. mom felt terrible. <laughs> she was like, Do you have a bed, honey? And I was like, I know. I, I'm, I'm glad you great.
2: said that on the podcast so that yeah. you don't get any alert. <laughs> You're great, mom. Yeah. I love you. Love moms. But I don't I don't think that it would have
0: cost me a win though. No. Because I think that, especially with I sleep better on half a couch floor, whatever, half bed, couch floor, whatever, than I do on a time switch in Europe. I think that's probably cost me a, a handful mm-hmm. of wins is when I really struggle. I'm up at, like, 3 in the morning in China. Mm-hmm. I matches at 10, I'm like,
1: fuck. Do you ever do, like, the like melatonin or something to yeah. try to put yourself out?
0: I do. But I think, like, you can overdo that stuff a little bit.
1: And it, it makes you, if I can you take drows, too much, it makes you, you so yeah. groggy in the morning. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I try to avoid it when I can. Um, yeah, so that's you're why you're literally
1: up for, except for two hours. And then you're like, well, right. Yeah, I go do my thing no matter what now.
0: Yeah. And then it gets to a point where say you go to bed and you sleep, like you fall asleep, you make it till like 10 PM. Yeah. Like, great. I'm going to sleep tonight. And you're up at three because yep. your body still thinks it's mm-hmm. in the U S and mm-hmm. you are jazzed. And
1: I'm yeah. like,
0: well, there's no way I'm falling back asleep. But now I feel like I'm past that tipping point where melatonin is going to work. Yeah. I can't yeah, take right. it now. No way. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, Thinking and then nothing's open. Mm-hmm. So I'm bored to death. I can't turn on the lights. You're just scooping the you know, peanut butter yeah. that you brought in your suitcase. Because yeah. it's the only thing you trust yeah. eating. <laughs> Nutrigrain and peanut butter, yeah. here we go. It's, it was funny, I was actually just talking to Troy and Chase about that because Troy can sleep. But Chase, I guess, he was up at like three in the morning just like and mm-hmm. he would just watch whatever on his mm-hmm. iPad till Troy woke up like five hours later Gosh. in Turkey. That's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's just a it's a skill. Like figuring mm-hmm. it out is the beach volleyball skill. I think yeah. that is gold. And I talked to Corinne about it, and she was like, "The travel stuff stuff's always going to go wrong, and you just need to figure it out. Like you need to figure <laughs> She's out had like some bad luck. Your knees are going to hurt, and your back's going to hurt, and like you might break a foot, and like you'll just figure it out. And you figured it out. Like you, yeah. Uh, went to work on the business, like did great stuff, and yeah. when mm-hmm. you're on four hours of sleep, you slept on the couch. Like you just figure it out." Like, when Delaney and Katie won Seaside, we it was me, Delaney, Katie, and Miles Mangututia sleeping in a garage.
1: Fantastic. It was
0: wonderful. <laughs> and they didn't sleep. Katie had the shingles,
1: didn't sleep, and they won Seaside. <laughs> it was, it was wonderful. amazing. Probably <laughs> <laughs> she gave the whole tournament shingles. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, like, you get man. day one of shingles, I'm on day a.m. <laughs> <a> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I used to have that, like, I used to have that, myth in my head that i didn't understand why my shoulder didn't feel right or that my legs didn't feel right and like why don't i feel like those guys why don't i feel like jake or, or phil mm-hmm. like just perfect all the time and i don't know how long it took me to realize but too long to to realize nobody ever feels a hundred percent i think yeah. it was when i saw invictus with uh matt damon and morgan okay. Freeman. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah great film <laughs> fantastic film very motivational matt, matt damon goes uh uh or or morgan freeman Nelson Mandela goes yeah. to the captain of the rugby team, and he's like, hey, how's the team? I heard you got a few injuries, and Matt Damon's the captain. He's like, well, the truth is, they're like, no athlete's ever at 100%. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then Nelson Mandela goes, true as it, true, true in sport as it is in life. And I was like, yeah. Like, everybody's got something messed up, something yeah. going wrong in their life, some, some body that doesn't feel well, and it's just the people who do it just overcome it better, and so for anybody who's out there listening and thinking like ah, you know my my arm's too loose my legs feel a little too jelly-y or a little too tight it's like all right acknowledge that but get over it and then play because you you have to play your same game and i think i in the beginning at least first eight years i'm like trying to change according to how my body felt instead of doing the thing that i practiced every day no matter how your body feels because um, I wouldn't do that in the weight room I'd just be like shut up and get it done you know <laughs> yeah. and, and I don't know why I didn't take that to and the court. that's core. why you never felt 100% <laughs> <laughs> you always got hurt
2: <sighs> Yeah, and I've been the opposite I, I always want the story yeah <laughs> if I could sleep in a garage with four, with three people and win seaside great story yeah you know get fifth <laughs> still a great story <laughs> you
3: know yeah.
0: I'm all about the good story yeah <laughs> And it's funny because now, like, that I am you know, 31, and I'm like, you know what? I would rather stay in a hotel. We got the air You, were in there. No you the window.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but now I do much prefer. Like, I don't seek out the road dog stories anymore. Whereas before, I was like, let's bring on the adversity. Like, I love yep. it. Now I'm like, if it comes, yeah. I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. And it will not be great in the moment, and it will be hysterical in the days and weeks and months afterwards, mm-hmm. but I no longer seek that stuff out. Like, I don't try to make it as hard as possible because the challenges come on their own. Uh, yep. <laughs> you don't need to yes. invite them in. You don't need to, like, right. <laughs> yeah. pray for tests to come your way because they'll that, happen. Yep, 100%. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten a little bougie in my old days, in my old age, <laughs> where, like, I need a hotel room, <laughs> Yeah, you know. I, know, I don't care if I'm sharing a bed but I need a
1: hotel room. Yeah. I think I do it. I do it to keep Janelle happy. Like my wife, she worries. 100%. So I know. She's like, no, you can't, (laughs) you're just going to show up and sleep on a floor. Yeah. I've been doing it for 12 years. Right. Like, no, like she she, like needs to know that I'm safe and that I'm cared for and I've got four walls and no one's going to just pick me up in the middle of the night and throw me in an ocean or something. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Like even, even though Mark and I don't play together that much, um, maybe it'll come down the road. Uh, but, Whenever Janelle's traveling with us, I'm like, "Ooh, we're eating right, we're sleeping well." You know, whenever, I, whenever it's just Mark and I, because like, we'll still stay together. Oh, Potsdown Hotel. We're, we're we're like be on the ride there, and I'm like, we haven't booked a hotel, have we? And it's like, it's like, no, dude, we're not even there yet. Why do we need a hotel? There? I'm like, come on, man, we gotta figure
0: this out. Yeah. Mm. It's been, it's been actually hilarious because so obviously I played like a year and a half with A-Rob and then played the first 10 events of this year with Tim Brewster, who is A-Rob but 26 years younger. Mm. It's so funny. Like their approach, their routines, it, it's, so it's the exact same. They're like maniacal with their preparation. Yeah. And I mean, Tim does an hour of stretching every night before bed and like goes to the gym and lifts before we or play. He doesn't like, get dessert. Does not, doesn't do dessert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Did no dessert. He was like, no added sugar until we were done. And then he'll he'll yeah. enjoy himself. But it's been really funny. And then now I'm playing Muskegon with JM. And he's like, how many can we cram and do an Airbnb?
2: The original bad boy. <laughs> you know yeah. why we got the he name. Is the JM is easily in my top three funniest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yes. And I love him. Like. Oh man. He's phenomenal. Yeah, so funny the
0: differences. And so that's been I'm like inadvertently going back into the road dog world by going jm it's like <laughs> yeah, we're going spirit are. we're flying into chicago oh three God. and a half hour drive from chicago to muskegon because the flights are cheaper and now i've gotten like really big on conserving time i was like but muskegon's time is it worth like yes. the 300 extra dollars
1: especially if you get a
0: right and, and yeah and i don't know I don't, do you do your own editing or do you send that to somebody This well there's no editing on this. I just send it right up. The only editing that I do is when I I transcribe it. I I I transcribe (laughs) it and then yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you go again.
2: You You guys uh, need to scroll back to six minutes and eight (laughs) seconds. what we're talking
0: about (laughs) (laughs) when I've been transcribing I've been cutting out clips that we'll do. We do like little mini ones on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's like like the only editing I do, but do Man. absolutely nothing with it I throw in the commercials it takes like five extra minutes and that's it oh, yeah. Sandcast is we very hands off yeah we gotta start hands-off. getting some commercials how
1: do you get how do you get commercials you, you Try, reach out or people reach out tries you? a
0: big name yeah I just I've grabbed yeah. on those coattails for five
2: years <laughs> come on dude <laughs> nice it's not gonna be my coattails <laughs> you make more than me you're fine <laughs> I know but you're you're the name I still get called Mark Bureau. <laughs> yeah I've seen you get confused for Tri-Born actually I have gotten uh, yeah. There's a couple guys when I, when I first moved out to California, try was a big one. Yeah. Um, and then now that I've grown my hair out a little bit, I get ed a lot. Okay. But this was the first Your arms year. Your nearly long enough. No. Yeah. I gotta start, you gotta start changing
0: the you need water.
3: There yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go. a little airy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um.
2: Black inflatable
0: flammable. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um. <laughs> but I, I felt I felt a little Just accomplished at FUDS I because I, Ed came up to me and told me that he got mistaken for me. Oh wow! So, nice. You know, I'm finally people are remem- remembering my name. <laughs> not, like on on my FUD shorts this year, I was gonna put not Mark Burek. <laughs> Um But yeah, it's uh it's come full circle because I did use his ID when I was a little younger. Uh, so. Yeah.
0: Let that you guys go way back,
1: yeah.
2: Jeez,
0: I love it.
1: Well, what's the next chapter for the bad boys? What are we adding? Uh, to better beach, yeah. Uh, well, we've twofold, Uh, one of them is uh, I'm we're now focusing more on coaches because we look we look at like clubs, club directors, and we think it's again, you see. You see somebody who's doing something but not doing it well. Yeah. You know, when we look at a club, we say, why aren't all the coaches on the same page? Why hasn't the director or a lead coach established a learning process, like Mm -hmm. a step-by-step, year-by-year, so that when you're in the ninth grade, then you get to the tenth grade, and that's a continuation of your learning process. But instead, a lot of clubs just chuck coaches in there, don't Mm -hmm. give them any training, don't tell them anything about their system. And so, poor kids, there's no continuity of learning um they just learned something totally different and so we're now uh synchronizing our online platform and our in-person coaching and then we're also inviting other coaches and club directors and we're saying hey we'd like to show you how we're doing it um and so now we're coaching coaches after that i'd personally like to get into business coaching for athletes nice um so i'm starting another podcast called (laughs) entrepreneur athlete okay and it's going to focus specifically on uh, people who want to turn or have turned their sport passion into a business. So I'll be interviewing guys like you yeah. um, who have found a, way to, found a way or are trying to find a way to make a living um, with like, the sport that they love, Yeah. Um, whether it's buying or, or not other businesses. So like a dream guest would be like The Rock or, yeah. or like Magic Johnson, you know, that would be sick. Gosh, Magic. Have you Ugh. seen the documentary that they just did on him on
0: uh, Apple TV? No, I have not. It's really good. Apple TV is crushing the documentary game right Are now. They? Yeah, because they I mean, hired really it. they hired the guys I mean, that did open the Drive line? to Survive.
1: <laughs> okay, and they so they did for
0: one it. for surfing. Did You pay for it. Yeah. Did one on magic. Yeah, really. Can I get cool. your password. <laughs> <laughs> anyone I out, get anyone out there? <laughs> That'd be anyone be there? We're in the Bab family. Um, it's fine. But, yeah, but we're also exactly.
1: uh, we're looking at building a beach sport park. Oh. So basically a sand sport oh, park. Yeah, so. I saw
0: that. Uh, you put up a post on Facebook about that. Yeah,
1: just kind of again, really intricate drawing. Did you see
2: it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I need to. Oh great. man,
1: <laughs> fantastic! I bet it is. It's the most art I've done in my entire life. Oh, yeah, it was art. It I, was something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I'll, I'll send it to you but I was just like you know like it was a Sunday and I, I'm, st- I'm starting to try to live your life where you say like no I, d- I don't work I don't compete on, or, or I don't train on Sundays like mm-hmm. if it's a tournament I'm there I, I treat it as family and me time and I'm like oh yeah you should have a couple hours to just chill and, and enjoy yourself so I'm trying to do that and I was like you know let's do some vision boarding like let's see and I've always wanted to build a sports complex always. Yeah. just like to have a home that you could play any sport in with the yeah. sick. And now I know all of the numbers behind, I know a lot of the numbers behind facilities and stuff. And I uh, want to build a minimum of 24 beach courts uh, with bar, restaurant, lazy river going around, hot tubs, a big pool, um, and then set up like Airbnbs and, and a hotel. Because we were talking about like the entrepreneurs of, are they good or bad employees? I'm, I just don't, play well underneath anybody else's rules. Yeah. Um, and that's what, like, you know, Hermosa has done to us and the hotel that we're going in Florida. It's like, you gotta get them, play by those or something. Yeah. I'm just gonna build my own hotel. Yeah. And so, anybody who loves volleyball and has a ton of money... <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be looking for investors hardcore. And right now, we're looking in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Love it. Because um, it's got, like, beautiful outdoors. There's nothing like it there. Um, but it'll be either there, maybe Florida, um, and... It's gonna be sick. Can't wait. Uh, I can see like I'm the so far off gaze. You're like yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Email Brandon at twelve pm. By the way, we're building a amusement sport park vacation resort. <laughs> yeah, we like, start tomorrow. And green he's light. Like, Thumbs up. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I
2: believe in you. <laughs> that's so funny. No, and, and like that's the cool thing about pretty like. Sometimes I wish I got a little bit more leeway, like time on his ideas because he'll send me a list of six brainstorm ideas. And they're all yeah. they're all great. Right. Um, and I know at some point, just the person that he is, that they will all come to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a matter of when. Right. Um, so yeah. it's like a DJ
1: says when we're coaching, we're going to throw spaghetti at a wall. You know what happens when you throw spaghetti at a wall? Some of it stays up there. Yeah, hey, so I'm gonna sticks, throw, throw everything it, at it. you. <laughs> successfully said it right now. I said that's beautiful. No, You're gonna learn so much this week. That's great. So like, we'll, we'll tell you as much as we know, but not all of it's gonna stick. Most of it slides down. Yeah. But some noodles.
0: Yeah. Is that DJ Klasnic? Yeah. Yes. Great. He's back in Serbia. right? He's a great dude. He's awesome. Just amazing. He's a really good
1: player and a good coach and just like fantastic coach. Yeah. Way older. I guess. Yeah, maybe because he's just, like, so beardy and dark that he looks way older Yeah, than, um, than he is. He's, like, he's I found 26. out he's like 24, 25. Yeah, so he's, young. Dad, and I was just, like, yeah. Jesus. I thought it was my age. <laughs> <laughs> 42. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Mm. Well, where can all the listeners follow you guys at the moment? You got... Podcast going on, YouTube channel, Instagram, like, giving the rundown. We've up can... our
2: TikTok.
1: have up TikTok?
2: Going. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. We're in. Whew. We're in the cool squad
1: now. Uh, yeah. We're on TikTok. Yeah, we're doing for the next month, we're posting uh, five pieces of content every day on every platform. Every day. Yeah. Whoa. Jeez. Yeah. That's so much. So much. <laughs> I admire you guys. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's all stuff that we've recorded, done, mm-hmm. said. Now yeah. we've got a team of people who...
0: Okay. Sift through
1: that, mix it, transcribe it, um, yeah. and then send it out. And then you you don't realize that on social media, like stuff he said two years ago, like our editor is always like, we already did that. We already posted that. And like, it was 18 months ago. Right. It's okay to say like, build your hands, you know, with your thumbs together right. more than once. Just because they heard it two years ago doesn't mean it's not going to ring right today. And your audience is blown up
0: so much that, yeah. you know, the, I mean, especially during the pandemic, your YouTube page like quadrupled. And so, you, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's... They haven't seen that right. video before, right? Unless they went real deep,
1: and the algorithm's still gonna hunt them down. So there's, there's, there's no point in not doing it, right? You know, I, I'm looking at like Joe Rogan, and uh, we're taking a lot of like fun other people's content, and we're just like, okay, they post it, give them credit send us a dm if you don't want it if you don't want it up there but like we'll always share your page and always tell people to follow everybody else we've got a bigger audience than most so like you're gonna get some followers by us posting your stuff yeah but i see like joe rogan who just posts like fail army videos yeah and i'm like oh even this guy who talks like nonstop about life and politics is just posting other people's funny stuff because it grows the audience grows your influence Mm -hmm. and then when you have more influence you can help shape the world in a better way or mm-hmm. the way that you might think is better. Yeah. So um we're doing that. So if you want to get featured, yeah, send us a video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um it's crazy this the size of our team just keeps getting bigger. Yeah. And the cool part is like we always
2: bring in people that are in the beach volleyball world. Mm. So it's like not only the people that are working within the company, like right now we we have Joe Kramer who's I amazing probably wouldn't she's have great. even gotten to know her if she didn't work for us, but she's an amazing human being. Yeah. Like, it's is. just so awesome to like be able to call her and have a conversation with her about something we're trying to figure out, you know. And then all of our coaches, like having you and Delaney out there, that like we've had our last camp we had like Chase Frischman, Kyle Friend. Yeah. I mean, you there. Go. Yeah. And it's just like it's so cool too because not only are we helping the people, but we're also kind of getting introduced to all these other people in the volleyball world, and hopefully helping them out a little bit too. Yeah. You know, we we know the grind that everyone's on, so yeah. Come coach with us for a week. And yeah,
1: we'll it's, see what we can do. It's fun to think like, how many AVP players have I paid more than the AVP has?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know uh,
0: Tom Davenport. He's always like that's kind of a point of pride for him because he's yeah. running those uh, South of the Border Volley Vacations, and mm-hmm. he's like. Yeah, I pay the coaches pretty well and yeah. better than a lot of them have done in prize money. Yeah. And 100%. and it's cool when guys like that because Tom, like, really similar to you guys. Like, his vacations are, are a different vibe but still, like, great for the volleyball community. Pays the coach as well. And he's like, I'm providing, like, a great experience for the recreational
1: players and, and the professional players. Everyone you talk to loves his trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, for, for years since, since my dad went when he was, like, 60 or something like yeah. that. Uh, he's been like, it was awesome. everybody yep. loves those vacations. So the people yeah. who are like running the vacations are loving it. And yeah. now there's like three good companies who, who, are, who are doing it. Mm-hmm. And we each have our own like different vibe, different style, but um, we're making people happy. You know, we got our first marriage at our last camp, uh, first proposal on yeah. Center uh, like, yeah, Court. Cool, right? That's a big awesome. moment. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, I think I was more nervous than the guy who's proposing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I come to him like 30 seconds before. I'm like, Brandon, by the way, we're doing a proposal. So here's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Like, Dude, what a cool not thing talking. for you
0: guys. They're like, that guy chose your camp to propose yeah. to his girlfriend. Yeah, it didn't work out. She ran away.
1: <laughs> 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 that didn't work. They worked out. His proposal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, it's cool. Like, and, and that's, it's, that's kind of the community aspect and family aspect that I'm talking about. Like, we met this guy on a Sunday, and then Wednesday night at dinner, he's like, hey, I think I'm going to propose to my girlfriend on Friday. Are you okay with, like, it being a part of the thing? We're like, yes. I'm 100% okay with this. <laughs> it's amazing. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. That's freaking awesome.
0: Well, you yeah. guys have built something really cool. It's crazy that it's been uh, an hour 12,
1: oh, wow.
2: this podcast. Yeah, we're good at talking. uh, It's awesome. uh, Normally it's just us, so we just talk back and forth for an hour and 12 minutes. (laughs) It's crazy how long you can just talk. I know. Especially when
0: we're just like talking about volley and business and whatever else comes up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been really... That's, I think, been one of the funnest parts about Sandcast. Because when we started it, I didn't know really anyone. And it was super new, and so it was more very Mm interviewee. And now Mm -hmm. we just kind of like bullshit for like an hour, hour 15. It's super fun.
1: So the the, the crabs, the whiskey episode with, with Nick... Um, Rosie was was one of our favorites but pick from you don't have to say your favorite if you don't want to but pick from your top five like most impactful uh, interview guests Um, if you want you can point up and tag it in the video
2: (laughs) (laughs) coming in at five
0: if I (laughs) edit tag below for I think the the number one so I I I'm, I'm do a tie. Do one one male one female. Mm, I like that. It's um, very 2022. Mike you. Dodd. <laughs> yeah. Mike Dodd. For oh, sure. That's a good one. Awesome. Um, his was incredible. because yeah. um, I've been going back and transcribing all the old ones throughout the off seasons and I'm going to put like all the golden nuggets together in like a Tim Ferriss style yes. the Titans. Um so nice. do that? and I've been working on it. We haven't done that. What? No, we're working on it. Um, But it's been a blast. How many books have you written? Uh, Five. And I'm coming out with one in like a couple months. was it one of the
1: mentors? Um, We had Volleyball for Milkshakes. No, Yeah, that one was a a kid's book, right? um, try. I thought you compiled a bunch of the interviews. Uh, Oh, oops. Sorry. That was Coach Your Brains Out, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Coach Your Brains Out, I think, did that. But me and Tri were working on doing that. But when I transcribed Dodds, I was like,
1: oh my gosh. This was so good. It was awesome. Are you doing it, it awesome. so that it makes sense in like the written form? Yeah. Do you get the like automatic transcription and no. then edit it? I enjoy transcribing it. It's a time commitment, but I yeah. really, especially the
0: old ones, because you forget half mm-hmm. of what was said. You know, and I was listening to that one with Dot. I was like, "Geez, like every word he said." And I it always, it's really you funny. Link it in the show notes and. Uh-huh.
1: You gonna link it in the show notes? Oh yeah. Now that you've said it. I'm now like, that I've said it. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put a card. Yeah, up. I'll, give it to the people. I'll put a card up here. Yeah. <laughs> Click right here. We never we still don't know what side it is. Um,
0: so Mike Dodd, and then what was it was astounding when I went and re-listened to our episode with April Ross in 2017. Mm. That was where she announced on her show, she announced that she was picking up Alex Kleinman. Oh wow. And she predicted how the next four years would pan out, like, word for word, to a T. Wow. That's so awesome. It like, it was crazy. She was like, we're going to have really good tournaments and we're going to lose a lot. But I'm playing with Alex because she's the one that I'm going to win a gold medal with in Tokyo. And Mm -hmm. in like the whole episode, and I was listening to it, I was transcribing it in Bulgaria right after she won gold because I knew we were going to rerun that episode. And I was like, Are you freaking kidding me? Like, this is insane. And after re listening to that one, I was like, That's like one of the best we've ever done. I mean, of no effort on our part, it was just April. Like, you could see why she is one of the greatest to Mm -hmm. ever play Mm -hmm. beach volleyball because that's how she thinks. She doesn't think, Who can I win this event with? She's like, Who can I win the big one in four years with? And she so did. Cool. Yeah. And so I would say those two are, are the biggies. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Played Who's fours you?
2: with April this last weekend. Be, you know, <laughs> know, she's <laughs> my setter. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to... What's Alex doing? Trying to get my street cred.
0: I don't know. I she's think she's really enjoying, enjoying
1: herself cooking and probably wedding
0: planning. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Good. It's... I... I... love that... Not that she hasn't returned. But, um, if she's going to return, I love that she's a... I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a breather yeah. and enjoy some other stuff because a lot of people get hooked on their sport and they don't know what life is outside of it. Yeah. Um, and then again, you know, you get an injury or if it leaves you or you get old and you stop like playing as well, you don't know where to go from there. And mm-hmm. so that happens to so many athletes. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that she took this win and she's just like, yeah, I'm good. I did what I set out mm-hmm. to do, you know, and now I'll decide when I want to come back.
0: Yeah. One thing that makes my heart happy is when people leave the sport and they become immediately super fulfilled and happy doing Mm -hmm. whatever it is they're doing. Like, Caitlin Ledoux is, she loves being a mom and loves her post volleyball life. And like, Nicolette Martin is thriving and Alex is super happy. It just like makes me happy when people like Mm -hmm. leave this thing where it was like that was their life for so long and they're like, holy cow, like, they just see, like, this whole new world just open up before them. Yeah. That's cool. Like,
1: wow, it's like, kind of reminds me of that, like, Ty Ty Trambley, who, like, thinks about, I love him, thinks about, you know, competition and how it creates, like, a lot of angst and and effort, and he's just like, I loved it at a time, but at at some point it just gave me too much, too much really negative feeling Mm -hmm. of, like, I wasn't worthy of being with my friends of being in public if I lost. Yeah. And he's like, I don't really enjoy that anymore. I did at some point, but now I'm good. And I, it's so interesting to take a look at the people who are like, who would kill you for a volleyball point? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and who's and who's like out there like competing because it's fun to because it's fun to compete, and and who is is out there, but not, not even like really happy. Yeah, hey, I always want to look at at that, but you, you, it's rare to get into those yeah kind of dark or tough conversations yeah Yeah. and then to have a conversation like that with somebody where they know it's going to be public you just rarely get into it but i do want to see maybe we can do secret interviews at some point like (laughs) you know like raw raw dark Dark. (laughs) the voice yeah the dark (laughs) i hate my life every day
0: (laughs) no i love it well thanks for coming on boys hey Hey. baby jay I Stoked to have
2: you on, man. Hey man. I loved it. Thanks for having us. Yeah. That's cool. And uh so you can follow you guys better at Beach. At yep. what? At, beach, at uh, Joy Beach. At Joy Beach? Yeah. Love it. Taking on the name Joy. Nice. Repping it hard. Bubbles Joiner. There you go. She's stuck
1: with
0: that. Dude. Yeah, bubbles, <laughs> bubbles BB. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, we're gonna close this one
0: out a little different today. Hey, let's get better. At Beach. Mm. Love it.